so sorry. I got to call you back. My cousin just got shot, and I got to go. I still to this day, I wonder what the hell he was thinking. Brian Lally here, Hollywood native. You're about to watch the show, Brian Lally, Hollywood native. I'm sitting here as usual with my partner in crime, Scott Williams. Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? I am fantastic. Never been better. Thank you. Who do we have on the show today, Scott? Today, Brian, we have an amazing guest, Daryl Wesley. Daryl Wesley is an amazing guest, and the story he has is going to blow your mind. Daryl Wesley is from the inner city of Detroit, grew up in a house with 20 people, 16 women, which is why he's a hell of an advocate for women. Daryl played Division I basketball, and his philosophy in life blew me away as a 22-year-old man, which ended up leading him out here to Los Angeles. Daryl was broke Turned down a regular acting gig on the Lakers Showtime show to wait, the job wasn't in yet, to write on the game and ended up with the Upshaws. You want to talk about law of attraction or manifesting? He made it happen. And now he just got a job on the Donald Sterling miniseries as Jamal Crawford. So here he is, a former student of mine who has far surpassed the teacher, Daryl Wesley. Daryl's gone plant-based. Are you? 90%, yeah. yeah. If I want to eat something, I'm going to eat it. But, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, it's like, yeah, 90% plant-based, yeah. 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 Uh, you still ball? I shot around for the first time the other day. It's been a while, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, shot, I watched the Adam Sandler movie, and it made me want to go play gotcha, basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it because I yeah. know it's going to, like, I'll be having dreams. <laughs> I'll be waking up in a sweat. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. It gave me that itch again. So I'm like, let me just go shoot around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He retired for a while, and then a wise man told him. What did he tell you? Oh, started back playing again. Because yeah. why? He just told me, and I forgot. <laughs> I said, it's in your soul, He did. Man. Yeah, yeah, he did. It's not who you are. Yeah. But it's part of it is, who you yeah. are. That's a fact. So he, he went out to play, and he said uh, some dude kept dunking on him. Really? I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that. Like, uh, <laughs> so you retired again? No, 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 no. no. What he said was, "Don't nobody dunk on me." No, I got dunked on once. It was by my cousin. That's it. Yeah, once. No, I almost got dunked on pretty bad. Though. I think it was a school called Bradley, and he—I'm not even exaggerating when I say he took off in the free throw line. I was trying to take a charge, and I was just walking back with him, looking up like this. like, Damn. And I'm like, I know he's not about to do this. And luckily, it hit the back of the rim and like bounced out, because I would have been number one on ESPN. At yeah. That. yeah, yeah. My little pass apartment, I had that 13 feet of concrete, and I had my hoop back there. And anytime you're feeling down, you take four shots. Yeah. You make four shots, and uh, the day changes. It's very therapeutic. It is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just need to start shooting. It's just when I'm out there, I'm shooting, and it's, I'm it always good, goes and then something someone's there. like, you trying to run? Like, <laughs> you like, damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why I stopped playing, too, because there's always, like, one dude out there that started talking, and I'm like... That's why I quit playing at Van Nuys Sherman Oaks Park, the yeah. Hazel thing. That's mm. why I quit playing. That's mm. why dude just kept calling fouls, and I just yeah. left. I was like, yeah. that's not a foul. He got me. Nobody got you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was a culmination of getting to that point where I grew up. You yeah. called a foul if you fouled somebody. Yeah. 
And if you didn't make the shot, mm. that was on you. Yeah. And most of the guys I played with, and it was in, you know, South L.A. and stuff, it was, they called it, man. I got him. Yeah. I got him. Exactly, yeah. And then, then it got to the point where, like, he got me. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Missed a shot. And I just, I just stopped. I mean, yeah. it wasn't great, but, you know, I just couldn't take that, mm -hmm. man. And your bones got old. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Oh, my God. <laughs> Except I had a guy in here's dog bit me during the uh during the thing? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, bit me. <laughs> Put this on my wife's. Oh! Oh, uh oh. Do we have a biter? Yeah. 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 Were our feet dangling? Well yeah, our feet were yeah. moving because I sit here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. So I got bit. Yeah, did you get bit hard? I got bit blood? pretty hard. Yeah. Be right here. <laughs> we're sitting here, yeah, these what's going on, man? How's it pa? Bites his foot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> He would have the table or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole yeah, the whole foot. That's Damn. gonna have to be a big chunk though, because I, you kept calling back to the joke. Well, <laughs> it, it, it didn't scare you as much as getting bit by a big dog viciously. I don't give a shit like I haven't been bit by a dog. Grew up in the fucking city. I gotta tell you this much. If I get bit another time, yeah, there, there, there could be a problem. This is the new, uh, yeah, of course the I did. The next 30 minutes of us yeah. talking, he's like, yeah, if your dog bites me. Yeah, dog. yeah. Well, that's a good bit. You know, watch out for people bringing their dogs that bite. So, were you born in Detroit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was born on the east side of Detroit. Yeah, east side? Yeah. Can't yeah. spell east without the... <laughs> the what? Can't spell west without the E-S, but I was going to can't spell east without the E-S. <laughs> hey, son. I don't want to jump straight to your grandma's house, but I love that picture. She still got the only house on the block. She's she still does, in that house. She does. She refuses to leave. Yeah. yeah. Too it's much devil, yeah. devil's night going on and <laughs> people burning people's houses. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, uh, it's pretty vacant over there. But yeah. She's still over there holding it down. Yeah. 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 People leave her alone. She's, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. buy. There's too many people in there. Right. Nobody, yeah, nobody oh, a lot of people in the house. Well, not not as many as it used to be. Like, cause I think I grew up in a house of like around twenty people, and like sixteen were women. So yeah. there was a lot of us in there. Oh yeah, man, yeah, that's yeah. why you're an advocate for women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I grew up oh, a lot of women. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I had so, no idea. Raised by a lot of women. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. So that's why you grew up kind of soft. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true man i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it so you grew up in a rough area mm -hmm. you grew up mm -hmm. in a rough yeah. area yeah did you start playing uh basketball first did you start focusing on after school programs or no, I, it's funny my mama had me in like three sports at the one time like it was like i, I didn't even have time to get in trouble i was just right. exhausted yeah yeah because yeah. so, she was smart yeah 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 so it was like uh i played baseball first before anything i was actually better at baseball than football and basketball but um i ended up growing closer to basketball because that's kind of what everybody in the neighborhood was doing and it was more fast-paced i don't have too many regrets but not playing baseball stopping was one of my oh really regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah i went to basketball and then that's why i played in, in high school i ended up playing uh football and basketball and i ran track but uh because detroit has this rule i don't know where it came from if you want to play basketball you have to play football to run cross country before basketball season i think a lot of kids were like passing out or something so they want to make sure everybody was in shape um so my first two years I played football, but then I transferred my senior year, and then they didn't have a football team, so I had to run cross country. 
I hated cross country. Oh my god! I oh my it. god! I hated it. Four, I could run ten hours a day playing basketball, and I could not I can, run. I need some type of ball in my hand. Right. I hate running for no reason. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'd been funny if you had a ball. You're yeah, running. I know, just like like, like <laughs> pistol. With pistol Pete would ride all around yeah. town on his bike, dribbling the all the time, yeah, dribbling out yeah. the car, dribbling in movies. Yeah, yeah you had a ball, and you were running cross country. <laughs> That'd have been great, man. Yeah, I I did not like it. Yeah. What position in football? Uh, receiver. Yeah. 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 Wide receiver. receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always make the joke that I was a, uh, I was an all American until the winter time came around. <laughs> <laughs> I was trash in the winter. Oh it man. Just, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't do well in the cold. Yeah, I never your hand n- catching the ball. In the yeah, ball, yeah, yeah. It just it was terrible. You didn't have gloves back then, right? We did. Yeah, oh, yeah. did you have yeah, gloves? Yeah, yeah. I about to say I'm only 30, 34. Well, I know, <laughs> but you know, back then, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was eighteen years ago when yeah. you started, or even longer, yeah, almost no, twenty we, we when you had, started. We had gloves. Man, we, had gloves. we did not. Yeah. No, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I could catch a football. Are you kidding yeah. me with the gloves? Got they yeah. got nowadays? I yeah. would never have dropped the ball. <laughs> That's insane. You couldn't use the stickum anymore. Uh-huh. Like Lester the Molester Hayes from yeah. the Oakland Raiders. I don't know if you know that caddy <laughs> for Oakland. He would have just gobs hanging out of yeah. the stickum. You know, mm. it was a DB. And uh, and Fred Belitnikoff, too, who you guys don't know either, another Hall of Famer. What was it, like a, a paste? Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. like uh, what did Dwight Howard get in trouble for? Wasn't he had something on his hands that was getting stuck on the ball? He had some oh, sort of stick on. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Just last last few years, mm. he was putting something on his hands, but it made the ball sticky. Damn, you know, so I he didn't lose the ball. That. He played um, on an AAU basket- team. How did that work for basketball? I, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, Fly Howard's only move is just. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been for rebounds, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Was it an AAU team he owned that you played for? What was yeah, it? it was the DH Warriors in Orlando. And I was on that team just for a year, but mm. Dwight Howard owned it. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. we weren't nothing special. We were yeah. decent. Yeah. 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 Compared to some of these other like NBA uh-huh. ran yeah. AU teams, like mm-hmm. they get some crazy people yeah. on the team. It's a business. It's, that is such a business now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what was your event in track? I did the 200, the 400, and 800. Yeah. I ran. Yeah, I high jump. I had jump. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had jump, but only when I was fourteen. I didn't make yeah. six feet. I made yeah. five eleven. I couldn't do the <laughs> Fosbury flop. I was pretty new when I was yeah. a, when I was a kid. We were still jumping over dinosaurs. Fosbury so, flop. Fosbury yeah. flop. That's what it's called when you go backwards. The guy named Fosbury created that move because oh, okay. he used to straddle it. Yeah. He used to jump uh. and just use your whole body. They show Will Chamberlain. Used to do it, and uh, yeah, they it was you really straddle. Here's the thing, and you uh-huh. just kind of spin over like that. And then mm. this guy, no, Dwight Stones was another high jumper. There was a guy named Fosbury, and he came mm. up with that going up and over backwards that everybody does. Nice. Yeah. I grew up in LA, and I was really fast. My brother was faster than everybody. Uh-huh. My brother outran all the brothers. I ran outran some of them, but, yeah. but I grew up in LA, and I, I was fast. I went to Catholic school in the, in the CYO. I went to the finals of the CYO, which is a Catholic youth organization in, in California. Mm-hmm. And we were down, we're down somewhere. Might have, there was these ki- two, these two, these guys were twins, black cats from, they were going to Verbum Day, which was an enormous basketball school in the 70s. And the greatest basketball player ever to come out of Los Angeles named Raymond Lewis came out of Verbum Day. Mm-hmm. He led the country in scoring. And then he went to Philadelphia and they took World Be Free. Yeah. And they kept him instead of yeah. uh, Raymond Lewis. 
and he went back. And it's a story of he didn't have enough support because he was crazy good. And so he always played in the NBA Summer League, and he tore it up. Every year mm -hmm. he tore it up, but he never got back to the league. Anyway, mm. so these two cats were in eighth grade, and they were they were like six foot tall. I don't know how old I was when I was 13, I, how tall I was, I mean. And uh, so we got, I was down, it was the finals. Mm -hmm. And I was racing against these cats, and they had the white T-shirt and the nylon shorts used to be the thing. And they had horn rim glasses with straps on them. Uh -huh. And so I made it to the finals and went up against these cats. And they had, they had the, you know, style. They'd been taught. I was just running. Uh -huh. They said, dude, I swear in the 220, they beat me by 100 yards. <laughs> 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 these cats came out there. And they were just unbelievable. I don't remember now what their last names were, but I thought they were going to end up Olympians or something, mm. but I never heard from them. They left me so far. I just remember watching them go. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> but the priests were catching you. Yeah, the priests were catching. That's why we ran fast. So, yeah, I played football, basketball, and ran track, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that that's what everybody did. Yeah. I didn't play. I stopped playing baseball out of Little League, man, because I couldn't take that curveball coming yeah, at me. Yeah. I put my foot in the bucket every time. <laughs> so yeah. Baseball but. is just so boring after a while. It's so it, repetitive. It is. It is. Because I, I was the same way. Like, yeah. I was raw at baseball, uh -huh. but I was just like, I was pitching and playing first base, but uh -huh. it was still like, yeah snoozing just, out of there man yeah it did. basketball it was, so it was really slow. fast paced mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so i'm glad i called you down here for the podcast so i could do all the talk <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. i love listening man i know it's all good <laughs> so when you were in, in high school you got noticed did you go straight from high school to bowling green yeah 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 uh -huh, you got uh -huh. a scholarship i did yep. yeah i end up uh it was a tricky situation. I got a weird high school story. I went to like four different high schools, but I ended up. So did I, but wasn't, did. It, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't for good things. Yeah, I know. I just, uh, so my last year, my 12th grade year, I ended up transferring from Notre Dame to the school called Rogers Academy. I didn't want to go to Notre Dame in the first place, but my mom made me go there because the coach offered me a, to pay my tuition if I came or whatever. So I and your to, mom wanted the education. She wanted education, of, yeah. and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't care anything about yeah. that. I wanted to play basketball. Why not? That's why you're yeah, the son, and yeah, she's your mother. Exactly. That's exactly. why she had you in three sports exactly. because <laughs> she was not stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 12th grade, my dad got to say so because I moved in with him, and then as soon as that happened, I got to go to the school that I wanted to, uh, which is Rogers Academy. I really was just trying to be like my older cousin Ricardo Billings. He was like the best player in the country at wow. the time. He ended up going to Ohio State. And then when I went to Rogers my twelfth grade year, I don't. I still to this day it's a mystery. Someone told on me because I did. I changed my address so I can be eligible to play at Rogers. Right. I just used like an auntie's address. Or right. Sure. I don't know who did it. We all think it's my last coach at Notre Dame, but that, right. they found out. So I had to sit out. The coach called me in the office. It was like it was like a week before the first game too. He called me in the office and said. I just found out you got to sit out the uh, the first half of the season. And this is my 12th grade year. Right. And I'm like, I'm thinking he's joking. I'm like, man, stop playing. And he said, no, I'm serious. And I like, I just went, I, I just cried. Just went in the bathroom and just cried. Right. I'm like, this is my 12th grade year. It's my last year or whatever. Um, so I had to sit out half the season. I remember making this little rubber band. I wanted to play so bad, I made a rubber band that had the days until I can actually play. So really? every day, time of day I go by, I check off a day. 
on a rubber band, and then it finally got down to where I can play. And then it went it went really good. We won a state championship. Oh, then, you, um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a crazy game. We yeah. were down like two with like three seconds left or something, and um, I was already crying. Life lesson: just don't give up until it's over with. Right. I was just like in tears, like I can't believe we lost this game. And then one of our freshmen, his name Eric Evans, he um he was the only one that didn't have his head down. They threw the ball in. They had the ball. Right. Um, they threw the ball in. He stole it and just threw it up. Got fouled and won three. And we won the um won the game. Damn. Yeah. Then after that, I got I got scholarship. I got a few looks, but uh, Bowling Green is the one I chose. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Or? It's a couple of reasons. I wasn't ready to go too far away from home. So uh, I got uh, Norfolk State in Virginia. I knew they, he actually, crazy story. He actually, uh, that coach was on me like hard. He was telling me like, if you come here, you'll have a green light instantly. He came to all my games. But one time he called me, <laughs> he called me and it was just, a, it was the middle of a shootout at a basketball court I was at. Only time I've ever been in the middle of a shootout. I'm not one of the people that's been like in a whole lot. Middle of a shootout, and we running, running, running. And we, as soon as we stopped, my phone started ringing. I pick up the phone. It's him, the coach. And he's like uh, asking me about the school. I said, I'm so sorry. I got to call you back. My cousin just got shot, and I got to go. I still to this day, I wonder what the hell he was thinking when, <laughs> when he heard that, when he got that call. But. I always wonder what it would have been like if I would have went there, but I'm I'm happy with my decision to go into Bowling Green, though. It, it was close to home. I was in love at the time. I didn't want to leave, go too far from her because she was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably what it was, to be honest. We, yeah, we was, all done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was D1, and it was um, it ended up working out. Yeah. 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 We got them highlights pulled up? Got them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Look at that. Still looking serious. They're looking serious. Nice. Yeah. Oh, he was on the assist. Oh! I didn't hear him call back. <laughs> yeah, no, he I didn't hear him didn't. call. He definitely didn't. Did y'all make it to the tournament at all? We made it to the NIT my last year. Yeah, nice. we made it to the NIT. We ended up winning the MAC, but we didn't win the, the MAC uh, tournament or whatever. Gotcha. Been so long, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was a good game. I almost had a triple double against them. Did you? Losing at the end, yeah. You messed around, got a triple double. Almost, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a left-handed shot, but I, oh, yeah. I know. I just always think it's gonna go in. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's, yeah. One of my favorite players growing Chris, up was. Chris uh, Ginobili. Mm, oh, yeah, like, yeah. He was just so smooth just and so did smooth, man. unorthodox things. Uh-huh. Yeah, this man. This is the NIT game right here, actually. Okay. This is my last game. When I tell you, I was just pulling. I don't care where I was on the court. It was yeah. <laughs> Luckily, hey. it was going in, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss balling. I just need to go shoot, like man, you were saying. Yeah, but you're right, though. Once you start shooting around, it's going to turn to a one-on-one. Then it's going to turn to yeah. something. <laughs> My jump shot is now a tiptoe shot. (laughs) The crazy thing about nowadays how they shoot is we all back then had to jump so high Mm. on our jump shots. I mean, Russell Westbrook does that. Can't make it for shit. But he does that. But these cats like Curry, Trey Young, 
Mm-hmm. There's young dudes that just shoot from down lower, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're just open all that. They get yeah. open and they shoot open shots. I never thought about shooting open shots. I thought where it was always going to be someone on me. Mm-hmm. And I look, I'm not taking Curry is unbelievable, he man. Yes, he is. But, you know, he shoots it from here. Well, I could have shot a lot farther Yeah. if I shot it from there. Yeah, Curry so, had like the whole damn team on him and still yeah. somehow hit it. Yeah. No, he's unbelievable. You see those warm-up stuff when he shoots from the stairs and stuff? It's unbelievable. Or he he does those seven shots in different spaces, Mm -hmm. then he throws one underhand. Yeah, he's... uh, Luca too. Yeah. For how young he is. Mm -hmm. He's about Mm -hmm. to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, those step-back threes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Luca's just so smooth at that. You know, but Harden... You know, Harden might not want me to say that Raymond Lewis is the best player to come out of L.A., you know, and Kevin Durant is a jump shooter mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. People talk about Kevin Durant. I don't know if you've ever seen the highlights from the Drew League. You know the Drew League they have here? I saw it a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin Durant came to play at the Drew League at Drew Junior High. and I mean, it was a famous, famous league. Everybody mm-hmm. came down after a while. But Kevin Durant came to play. And if you ever see the highlights of him shooting at the Drew League, uh-huh. he didn't come to play. He it's, came to win. I love seeing NBA players in those type of situations. Yeah. It lets you know how, like, great they are. Yeah. Because we got this place called St. Cecilia in Detroit. It's, like, um just a famous gym or whatever. And, like, Jalen Rose pretty much, he, he made it what it was. Right. It could be the player that's not even in uniform coming to gym and don't miss. Right. Like, don't miss. Right. And it's, like, it, it lets you know what type of right. how great you have to be to make to the NBA. When I was 18 or 19, I was probably in the best shape of my life. I was playing all the time, all over town in different gyms and stuff. I just play, I was playing six, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And we were playing one time, and there was a cat there, and I don't remember his name, but he supposedly played, well, I think he did play for the Rockets back mm-hmm. in the 70s. And I was on that dude every step of the way. I was, I was just doing everything I, and he he was i was like Rah! and he was like and he would just stand on the sideline yeah, yeah. and i'd be up on him and he'd hold the ball yeah. up. he wasn't he was only about six one or two uh-huh. you know i was five eleven and he man brian you know what i love doing yeah i love tapping that subscribe button mm. i love it too son and just like all your dates, I tap it last. But nothing's as good as tapping this button. You see Brian here? He's not always doing the best. Financially, mentally, physically, for sure. You want to help keep Brian off the streets of Hollywood? There's a way you can help. Join us on Patreon. You want to tell him what we got on there, buddy? Yes, we have the general admission... We have the backstage, and we have the VIP all-access pass. So please join today. I'm due for a bath. In the arms of the angel, He was just... <laughs> he wasn't mean. He uh, had his kid there with him. He just came out and go exercise. Uh, man. It doesn't matter what I it's, did. I wasn't close to 
ever yeah. slowing him There's down. some dudes, you just know. It's just some dudes you know. They yeah. just different. I yeah. don't know what it is about. You trying really hard, and they barely trying. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> showing. I always knew when I played against a lead dude. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My high school coach played with Vince Carter in mm-hmm. high school, so Damn. Vince would come into our high school practices yeah. and run with us sometimes. Yeah. And I remember that this one kid on our team was like, Playing some go hard defense <laughs> against Vince Carter, yeah, and he embarrassed the shit out of him. He, Vince goes down baseline and he takes it around his own back uh-huh. and around. Uh, my boy was like riding up yeah, and Vince's yeah. shit, and he goes around his back, damn, and then just pulls from the corner like it was like nothing. <laughs> it's just yeah, they different, man. Yeah, they are different. Yeah, well, the yeah. strength when Jerry West and Walt Frazier the. Two or three years the Lakers and the Knicks played in the finals. Now, those are two all perennial, all defensive guys, mm-hmm. perennial all stars, Hall of Famers. Well, when they were shooting from behind the half court line, they were pushing it. They were yeah, pushing it. Yeah, yeah. And now Dwight Howard, LeBron, there's guys that are out there just shooting it. Yeah, yeah. It's different, man. I'm talking about guys back then, 6'3, six, 6'4, six, hard nosed players yeah. had to push it. And these cats now, they're, <laughs> they're shooting jump shots hey. from 40. The European game, I think, really uh-huh. changed the game with how we are it now. Yeah. Like big men just having mm-hmm. to be able to do the same thing yeah. that guards are doing. Yeah. I went to see some like D2 colleges uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere in North yeah. Carolina. I was yeah. like, I'm going to play football. <laughs> you got your shorts bag enough? You thought you're on this Michigan? Is that, uh, is that what you thought? Where, yeah. This is where Vince, where Vince played. Yeah. <laughs> Three ball. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I, it does make you miss it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Hesitation. Mm. <laughs> Hesitation <laughs> kills. Uh, is that you on D? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he didn't take off at the free throw line. Yeah. <laughs> Got the arrow on you. There's a swat of this shit right here. No! Oh, oh, damn. Yeah, you <laughs> get that weak <laughs> shit out of here. <laughs> Face. I just watched this in a minute. <laughs> you what? I haven't watched this in a minute. Oh, don't lie. Uh, my M, grap- said, M said you were watching the car on the way out. Yeah. My grandpa... Every like time I see him, he's like, "I was just watching your highlight tape." <laughs> <laughs> there is a highlight tape of me somewhere. Mm. Uh, or just one game. There was a guy going to UCLA when John Wooden was still there, and they were yeah. playing varsity. I was playing junior varsity. Everybody had to get there, uh, and everybody was set up during the junior varsity game because there was mm-hmm. people hanging out of the rafters. You know, yeah, they were standing yeah. and all over this guy. Name was Gavin Smith. He was unbelievable. He was a white cat. He was 6'4", had like a 38-inch vertical. And he played at the same time as Marcus Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I bet everybody that he was going to go far, farther than Marcus Johnson because he could shoot from anywhere. He could jump out of the uh-huh. gym. Started smoking weed, rather surf, you know, transferred to the University yeah, of Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson, the Hall of Fame, and he, mm. he was definitely an all-star. Yeah. Did you ever go play at Disney tournaments at all? For I did hey, not, you not Disney. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. We were always there. Like Honestly, the wide world of sports okay. would always have 
Honestly, AAU is such a blur. We've traveled so many places, and like I, I don't remember half some damn places. So it's a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Disney though, but I like the AAU. It was good, like staying in the hotels yeah, with the boys yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I never got to play AAU. I played once because I was always playing football and, and, and baseball. Now I gave up football and just concentrated on basketball. All the coaches fuck with me playing football because my brother was the big star. Mm. They're like, Lally, what are you playing football for before we coach your brother? They're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I got kicked out of games for kicking out and cussing out refs. <laughs> the ref was like, first game I ever played, the ref was like, you better watch your mouth. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. That didn't yeah. go over well. Yeah. That's it. Catholic right. school? Yeah, it was Catholic school. Hey, yeah, man. yeah, crazy. So, did you start acting in college or? Oh no, I started acting like uh, after college. I, I had two years of what I like to call the Great Depression. Uh, <laughs> after college? Yeah, because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with my life. You getting um, offers to play Europe or anything? Or? I got a couple, but I just I had this feeling that my time with basketball was up. Okay. Yeah, and I just didn't want to go, and I and I was seeing how people would go. And then they have to come back and figure out their life. I'm like, let me just figure out my life right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I went through two years. Uh, you didn't want to prolong the Great Depression. I didn't. I didn't. It was tough. I literally like stayed in the house for like two years. I was dating the girl I was with at the time who ended up coming to school with me. She was. Uh, she always knew she wanted to be a lawyer. And it was cool when you had the boyfriend who was on the basketball team. But it wasn't cool no more when you had the boyfriend who didn't know what the hell he wanted to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I found myself like just trying everything i'm like just to keep her quiet like all right, right i'm trying to be a firefighter today i remember my cousin said i asked him something like how do you uh become a lawyer he like what like, <laughs> 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 like what? <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing with your like uh so i was literally just trying to do everything to keep her quiet till i could figure out what i wanted to do and um my cousin uh byron who lives here now I pretty much follow him everywhere. He just randomly called me like, man, why don't you come out here and act? And I'm like, act? Hell no. I don't know about in Detroit act. Like, what it's like? That ain't even, like, no. And then I, my college coach and um, his wife, who I, they always give me credit for why, the, why they got together because I was in her office so much. And he was like my coach assigned to me. So he was at her office so much, they ended up, like, getting together. He was coaching at Fort Myers, Florida. And they just said, come stay with us until you figure out some stuff. And then I went to go live with them for like a year. I somehow did a fitness show. It was a thing in Florida. I tried it. And then um, I don't know what that did, but that kind of got my confidence back up a little bit. Moved back to Detroit. And then I was still a little lost, but I, I always credit the movie The Karate Kid. Not the original, the Jaden Smith version. I was in a movie theater, and I just saw everybody in there clapping. And I don't know what the hell came across me. I just started looking around like... I didn't know movies can make people feel like that. So it kind of right. gave me the same feeling that like sports gave me. And then I'm like, all right, maybe it is something to this acting thing. And I was like, let me go at least try one class out before I just up and move. So I tried a class out, really liked it. I ended up reading The Alchemist, and I think I bought my ticket like a week later. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I just called and told him I'm coming. He like, coming where? I'm like, you said I can come to California. He like, let me check with my roommate first. I ain't think. <laughs> <laughs> <I ain't thinking. laughs> Hold on a second, yeah, man. Yeah, because not. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to do it. <laughs> exactly. He said, I didn't think you was actually coming. So, <laughs> so, yeah. You got a job? You got yeah, money? <laughs> exactly. It happened that quick, and I've been out here ever since. So, yeah, yeah. 
What was your degree leaving Bowling Green? It was communications. Oh, but honestly, it was crazy. I, I asked them in an the academic office. I said, what degree doesn't involve math or science? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they said communications. I said, I'd take that one. That's yeah. it. Uh, yeah. That's so, how it is with Like, I was yeah. at UCF, and it was like sports and exercise science. Yeah. was like what every athlete did. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, that's what. I had uh, school for Playhouse, the first school you went to out here? Out here, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. That was actually the only school I went to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And That's you sat next to some crazy old dude. Every time the lights went out, he kept going, cha cha cha. And you were like, what's wrong with this old white dude? So, yeah. And so. then somehow, yeah, mm-hmm. we became friendly and yeah, working yeah. together. And yeah. Yeah. Still don't know how it happened, but yeah. here we are. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. probably i was teaching rehearsal class you were teaching rehearsals. yeah i remember i was in rehearsals a lot right yeah yeah so that's how i like od'd on uh yeah on, <laughs> on playhouse yeah and then you asked me to do that short film mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. talked about it yeah with that subject matter oh i did yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was actually that might have been the first one i was thinking about writing i never wrote it i did write it i never shot it yeah, right yeah right yeah. You asked me yeah. if I'd play that racist yep, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I asked you. I said, "I'll, I said, I'll say that the yeah, words yeah. if you want me to." Uh-huh. But and we had a discussion about uh-huh. what it meant. Mm-hmm. And then it never. Yeah. I asked you if that was your life. You said, mm-hmm. "No, it wasn't my life." Yeah. But I know the experience in it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So kind of yeah. glad we didn't do that one. Huh? Well. Yeah. Yeah, it works out how I, it. I feel like then I was like. Uh, trying to just do something and that nothing good comes from just trying to like no it doesn't do, yeah, yeah trying but, to do something just to do it because i feel like that was when uh i, I think the playhouse film festival had happened yeah and I, and I got inspired and i wanted to like make sure i was in there next time yeah. so i just kind of what idea can i come up with right and that was the that was it yeah yeah but you know mm. you know the philosophy you know you find out what you don't want yeah yeah, yeah. you know but uh-huh. you got to try something you that's do. something yeah. you've done yeah and you've grown leaps and bounds since yeah. that time <laughs> young man no i mean it yeah. i mean as thank as you, as, as a man and thank as you. as a writer and and thank and you. uh you know performer and the um yeah the play you wrote the plays you've written have been unbelievable we should have thank you we should you should give me some clips of that when we put this up but you know we can put that in there because those things drove yeah. people crazy oh, man you, it man. was fun you know that <laughs> you know we talked about it yeah i was like you got to get them audience reactions because yeah. that was uh yeah that's it's still kind of crazy started off in the shared theater with like 20 seats or something and now this next one like 90 seats it can just keep going up okay. more and more each time so. right so crazy. the acting led you to writing or were you always no somewhat I, of a writer i guess i was i used to like write a lot of poetry but i just it was it was more so of a therapy thing than anything but not writing one even in the picture i do think acting led me out here to find writing that's how i always feel um but the writing came from just got i just got sitting i'm like so wait you got to sit and wait on people to give you jobs like i don't <laughs> mm, yeah. that don't sit well with me so a friend aria he wrote a play and I saw, I'm like, well, shit, if Aria can write a play, I can write a play. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> I credit Aria for, to, for a lot of stuff because he, he wrote a short film, put it up. I'm like, shit, if Aria can do a short film, I can do a short film. So Where's he at now? He's uh he's still here. He's, he's actually, here? Yeah, yeah, I was just with him. We actually uh working on something right now. I wanted to talk to him about his time in London. He you went back there Aria, and stayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he went there to act for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, he's one of them people, if he say he going to do something, he do it. Yeah. I, I, I respect that so much about him. But yeah, Playhouse used to have us like write in our journals and, you know, 
I just coming from east side of Detroit. I'm like, I ain't writing no damn journal. You thought the same thing <laughs> so about it, poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, I know. What are you writing po- there, Daryl? Poetry was more so I got in trouble for writing to like whoever I was dating at the time. Right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, in Detroit, they ask you, what, what are you writing there, Daryl? Exactly. You're, you're like, that's my hit list. <laughs> it's my hit list. <laughs> but yeah, so instead of writing the journal, I I started like writing out uh, in a scene form of like whatever I was going through, and then that kind of like went to the plays and stuff like that. So it was like a gradual build up type of situation. Yeah. So nice. yep. yeah. I also couldn't relate to any of the plays I was reading. So I was, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, Need some shit you yeah, relate yeah. To. I yeah. said, wait, what the hell? And like, <laughs> so I'm like, let me, let me start writing my own plays that I can like from my experiences and like, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah. I was watching old school, the night before last. Uh-huh. And, well, that's that line. What was it? Come on, Blue. Oh, you, gonna... <laughs> is you my boy, Blue? You're my no. boy, Blue. <laughs> so Dale wrote <laughs> this wrote this short film. A couple of great actresses, Karen Obalon and uh, K.J. Smith. Mm-hmm. And I was in the scene when it was the first place I really put on the Gramps character uh-huh. with the uh, walker in the same shirt. <laughs> the same pants I wear and all the skits. And uh yeah, it's a first place. And then we got the uh the glasses, the ophthalmologist uh-huh. uh, glasses <laughs> and a hat and a funny I you you were directing so you don't know. I came out on the street for that with those glasses on and I looked at Byron and we laughed for five minutes. <laughs> it might have been ten it might have been ten minutes. We just every time he looked up at me, yeah. and I just went with. We couldn't stop laughing just because of the glass. You know, the Gramps glass is just funny. This is yeah. how many five years ago? Is this that more? was like five years? Ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is just too funny. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, screaming that at me. What's the line? That my boy blue. What is it? You're oh, you're my boy Blue. You're my boy Blue. You're my boy Blue. Like a full blown roasting session yeah. with like him, KJ, yeah. Karen, and just like <laughs> Yeah. And they just got out of the car and started begging on me because I was uh at my walker and I was too slow to get out of the road. But yeah. it was, oh, that's uh, where you snap back on him? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have yeah, yeah. showed me that a while ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which uh and uh, one of them had no idea that I could do that. Yeah. Karen, yeah. She was so. like <laughs> So, yeah, and the, and the people behind the camera were falling uh-huh. out. Were like, I was cracking what? up, yeah. <laughs> but that was a good time. Yeah, and then you made that other film. That was mm-hmm. a good film. Mm-hmm. Made me oh, cry. Don't you, make me you, do that again, you. man. <laughs> do not make me thank do that you, again. Thank you, Yeah, you know, was a little che- deeper. Yeah, it was, yeah. man. Che- I never felt like I fit in. You know, I went to all these different schools. Mm-hmm. I went to seven mm-hmm. or eight different schools growing yeah. up. And, you know, to see those two children, oh, man, don't do it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to see that little girl who don't, who doesn't think she looks right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, that one was like, a, I wrote a film, I called it Black Excellence, but it was more so, I was curious about how, like, what's the difference between, like, a family who sit at the dinner table and eat together and a family who don't sit at the table. Sure. And, like, a family who don't, like, you miss out on a lot of what's going on, like, in your kid's life. Um, so I wanted to make it to where somebody was going through something different in every single room. Right. So all the kids were just going through something. The mother was going through something. The dad was going through something. But since they never like sit down and talk with each other, nobody knows that these people right. are going through anything. So yeah, that one's a little uh, deeper than the. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I need to check that out. Yeah, yeah, I can send it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
is very moving. So one of the reasons I wanted David here with you, because, you know, I follow you on social media and, you know, we, we text and talk, but, you know, all the pictures you post sitting at a computer, oh, you know, yeah, at yeah, it yeah. again or however yeah. you termed it, you yeah. know, back at it or, uh-huh. and you're at the computer and you're just uh-huh. writing. Yeah. And you're just yeah. writing. Yeah. And you're just writing. Mm-hmm. And then you got a job on the Lakers show as an actor, Showtime. Yeah. Yeah, but you turned that down I because did. you were. Because I was writing. That's right. That's a, that, yeah, that, that one. <laughs> they, people right. always say when it rains, it pours in like a negative way. But that was the time when it, when it rains, it pours, and all these opportunities came at me at once. So it was like nothing was happening. And then it's like uh, I got I got put on hold for the Lakers. Showtime? Showtime. Yeah. I got put on hold for Showtime, and I got put on hold for Mayor of Kingston. Oh, like, and they both they both wanted me, and they, right. I, my manager, thank God for him. Like I, um, cause I was waiting on the game. Uh, they did uh, the game is a TV show, it's old older football show, and they bought it back. That was gonna be the writing job. So I was waiting on that show for like a year. COVID happened, so I was waiting some more, and then I had the interview with the showrunner, and it went really good. And I had to wait. They said it was between me and somebody else. And I'm, now I'm sitting here waiting for all these jobs at one time. And then I found that I they, the, the Showtime and Mary Kingston wanted me. So I'm, now I'm, I'm trying to stall my manager. And I finally, I said it with confidence too. I told my manager, I'm like, you know what? I didn't wait it. it it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be for the game. So let me get the, just let me get the two acting jobs. So I do those two. And he took a deep breath and he was like. Uh... You've been watching Brian Lally, Hollywood native. Now I want to talk to you about something I'm really passionate about, and that's teaching acting. So I co-founded Lola's Acting School with my son, Kyle Lally, Lally or Lally Acting School. I've been acting for a a long time now, of 100-plus credits on IMDb, hundreds of plays I've been involved with over the years, and I just want to share that experience with you. What we do differently here at Lola's is we give you practical advice that you can use on a movie set, on a play, an audition, anywhere. We give you the foundation to build yourself as a great actor. If you come to us, you don't know anything. We can teach you everything you need to know to be comfortable on a a set and to excel. Don't just listen to me. Look at what our students are doing. Daryl Wesley, who is writing on two hit shows, The Game and The Upshaws, and Ben Barrett, who is a series regular on The Politician, Megan Davis who is playing Amber Heard in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard story. Come check us out. We're at the Historic Arc Theater in the NoHo Arts District. You ever want to try plant-based eating? I have. What, you're a little confused, overwhelmed? You don't know how to get started? Definitely. Well, there's a simple answer to that. Go to Debbie Chu's Chew on Vegan YouTube channel. Debbie Chu is a plant-based RN. I've known Debbie for over 38 years, and she's very good at what she does. You go to the channel, and there's 300, over 300, recipes. They're simple, easy to make, and they're delicious. If you want to try it, you just might get healthy. Give it a shot. Chew on vegan. He said, I'll never forget this. He said, and this is my acting manager. He doesn't make anything off writing. He was like, one of these jobs is a good job, and one of these jobs is a great job. And he said, I'm not about to let you turn down this great job for this good job. And he said, so I'm going to stall for as long as I can until you know for a fact that you either got the writing job or you don't got it. So if he didn't do that, I would have rushed into the acting jobs or whatever and been on a whole different trajectory, I guess. But um, we waited. I ended up booking the the game. Um, and then he told me, he said, I've never been more happy to like not make money.
So yeah, he just took a dope yeah. ass dude. So yeah. it's like that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I did season one of the game, and then I got very like lucky. I just remember being in the writers' room, and they was like telling us how like yeah, y'all you know save up your money because the second job is hard as good as the first. And I just remember you know call it stubborn or whatever. I just remember telling myself like uh, I don't receive that. So right. Like, and then I booked the second job, the Upshaws, before I even ended the game job. Um, so I went to the Upshaws. And then I didn't even end the Upshaws. I had to lead them earlier to go back to the game season two. So it's like I've been grateful that I'm working nonstop for like the past like a year and a half, I think. Right. Yeah, so. We were talking on the way out here about Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Wanda's actually on the Upshaws. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 so I, I yeah. know that I just switched oh, okay, midstream. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what's going on <laughs> okay, in here. Okay, okay, you okay. You just okay. heard what I really yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there because we were yeah. talking about Wanda Sykes being there in the writing room when you, I mean, she's, yeah. she's legendarily funny. Absolutely. So yeah. I got a friend uh, who was a showrunner on our show, but he also worked for Norm McDonald when he had his own show. And he said, Norm taught him how to write comedy. Mm -hmm. He said, that's how he started. Yeah. What do you think about getting out of something like uh, the Upshaws and being with someone who's been on top of comedy for yeah. 20 25 years, whatever. But She's been up there. Wanda is amazing. I remember when I first got there, first of all, I thought I was about to lose my job. Because when I tell you the first couple of days, I didn't. We started on Zoom. And they had already worked together before. All of them had worked together before. And, and I, I was one of the new ones. They ended up hiring like three new staff writers. So they already knew each other chemistry. And when I tell you, they were just so, they were so fast. Like with the jokes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like I don't know how the hell I'm about to keep up with this, uh, with this room. But, um. Wanda, when, even when she see me about to speak, and I just say, I do like this, like, I ah, never, I never. And Wanda to be like, no, what you about to say, Daryl? Like, she always made sure, like, if I got cut off, she'll, like, say, no, Daryl, yeah, yeah, Daryl, what you about to say? So I, I'm so grateful for her for that. But the main thing I learned from Wanda is this woman, is her work ethic is crazy. Like, she would, like, be working with us one minute, fly over to France the next minute, land in France, get back on Zoom. And then Regina Hicks, the other phenomenal showrunner, she was like, Wanda, you don't have to be here with us. Just, like, get some rest. And Wanda, like, no, I'm good. And it's like, I find myself being tired. I'm like, I don't have an excuse to be tired. Like, so Wanda, like, for her to be at the top of her game and all the success, and she still has that work ethic, it's like, it's crazy. Like, just, just being able to be in the room with her and seeing it, like, firsthand, it's just, it just taught me a lot. It just rubbed off on me. So your dad had a few of his own businesses, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Did you get that work ethic? Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this uh, first. So playing basketball, mm -hmm. were you motivated to to practice and play all the time? I was. Yeah. I mean, because I talked to a lot of people when I teach, mm -hmm. and you were there when I taught about if you transfer over, and we might have had this conversation. Uh -huh. If you transfer over the amount of hours you practice basketball to acting, you're gonna you're gonna make it. Yeah. There's yeah. no two ways about it. My yeah. opinion. Mm -hmm. So. Did you realize that, or yeah. did you just start working at it? I did, but I kind of, like, went even further with, like, uh, acting and writing. Because uh, even with basketball, it's like as a kid, you think you're getting away with, like, say, like, you're running suicides. You think you're getting away with missing a line so you can make it faster. <laughs> you're not getting away with it. It's just, it all adds up. And, like, right. if I would have hit all the lines, I could have been even better. Right. So when it comes to, like, writing or whatever, I'm like, everything that I didn't do in sports, all the... I, I still worked hard. Like, people was out clubbing or whatever. I didn't like going to parties, so I'd I be in a gym or whatever. So right. I did bring that over here. But it's like all the shortcuts I took, all of the regrets I had of, like, 
the one the biggest regret I had with basketball is that I wanted to be more like Magic and less like Michael. I wanted to be I wanted to pass. But right. my dad was like known for shooting all the time. Right. So I always get stuff like you ain't you ain't nothing like your dad. So right. it's like I thought I had to shoot all the time. But right. if I could go back, I got more off on like passing than scoring. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I wanted yeah. to, you know, shut people up. Like I, right. I can score too. So that was my biggest regret. So what I bought over here is that um is not taking those shortcuts and also playing my game. If I'm not if it's not gonna work out, it's not gonna work out because I did it my way, not because right. I'm not gonna have regrets trying to like do what somebody else wanted me to do. So, so yeah. what I started to say was I know your father when talking to you owned several businesses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is he a self starter? I mean he seems to be. He is, he is. Yeah, just... I get a lot from my dad, man. I, I I feel like I I don't know if I ever said this out loud. I have the perfect balance. My mom is the like the, the super safe one and will stay mm-hmm. at a job forever. And my dad is like the super entrepreneur who's like, I ain't working for nobody. I'm getting it hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have like the perfect balance of both of them. Because even with me, it's like um, I did get the whole that that from my dad of like, I'm not waiting for nobody. I'm not, um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just not sitting around. I'm going to do it my way. It, it it gets me in a lot, a lot of trouble sometimes. But it's like I don't mind like jumping and like. You know, um, let the net appear on the way down. I guess if you want to call it. Um, yeah. I got. I get that from my dad. Just not being afraid to just try. Like if you don't, if it don't work out, who cares? But at least I know now that it, it didn't work out. Instead of always thinking about what if. So. Yeah. yeah. And your grandmother was your mother's mother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what was her influence? Her influence is like um, taking care of everybody. Yeah. Like my grandma had that open door policy. Like everybody always knew if you was going through something, you can come. Grandy, right. you can call Grandy or whatever. And people say what kind of career I want. I always say uh, my version, of course, but like a mixture of like uh, Keenan Wayne's and Adam Sandler. And the reason I say that is because I love how they. I don't know the backstory, but I don't even want to mess up my fantasy of it. So I kind of <laughs> don't want to know the backstory. But like how they like put all their friends on. How Keenan is known for like uh, revealing all these stars. They were already stars, but he just gave them a platform right. to like do it or whatever. And that's like the main thing that I want to do. That's why I do these plays to put people in position like who's not normally seen to just showcase what they really can do. Like so, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She killed it. In that she show, did. Man. She did. And it's like I'm I, gonna keep putting her and stuff until yeah. somebody realized like <laughs> she's good. I so, saw yeah, her. Yeah. Well, you know, I taught her too. I mm-hmm, saw her when mm-hmm. she was a, a youngster. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. to watch her grow, she was really, really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. In the play. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's so, having a baby in October. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I have nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it's All like right. just to let you know how much time. Well, that was kind of accusatory when you said that. <laughs> I'm just happy for her. Like she's doing really good right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like a great family that you that you were able to stay with your mom and your dad and mm-hmm. your grandma. You had yeah. a place to to go, and yeah. you're a confident man. So, what are your goals now, or where where do you see yourself going? I don't, it doesn't have to be a goal, but you can mm-hmm. have them. Oh, I got a whole lot of goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why well, don't we pigeonhole you like? No, no. Where, so where do you, artistically where? Um, I'm treating these writers' rooms like a like paid school. I'm just like learning as much as I can from them. But I know at the end of the day, I, my goal is to have my own projects, my own production company, and do my own stuff. So I'm really taking the time to like learn as much as I can from uh, from this process. But the goal is to do my own projects and like same thing with the plays, putting people in position to like really showcase their talent. Like 
even with the short film, my friend Javicia Leslie, um, she wanted to direct, so I said, all right, direct this then. So, and she right. did an amazing job at right. directing it. What is she now? Oh, she was she she Batwoman. Oh, okay. I just wasn't I just wasn't sure it wasn't just one of your friends you found no, outside no, your no. door that that she is no, she is a, Batwoman yeah, who's directing is. you. She it is. was she got it while you were doing that, right? She did, yeah, yeah, like yeah, right so. after she said she's gonna do it, she put Batwoman. On. It's like when Jerry Seinfeld on Comedians and Cars, he had Trevor Noah on. Uh -huh. He goes, I want you to know. I had him on before he got the Daily Show, and Trevor Noah's yeah. like, "Yeah, that's right." Yeah. So you didn't so, know she was going to be back, or I did you? I did. Or did you? I didn't. You know what's crazy? With her, you just never know. Like, I, your tribe out here is so important, man. Like, that's like I don't even know if I would have made it that that far out here, or not. I don't even want to say that far. I wouldn't. Have, I don't know if I would have still be out here to be honest, because um, she she taught me this trick. We we really big on like manifesting and like sure. really speaking being intentional and speaking what we want to existence and she uh she will leave champagne uh bottles of champagne in her refrigerator and i'm like you don't even like champagne but she was like i'm like why are you leaving these in here she said because i'm gonna be celebrating some soon i'm like you book some she said i'm about to yeah nothing was even there but she said those are there for when right. i'm about to book this job right and i'm like well shit I'm one of those people. If I see something working for somebody else, I'm like, well, shit, let me try. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I started putting bottles of champagne in my refrigerator. Right. It's like, yeah. So I'm already saying we about to have something to celebrate. So, yeah. So. Yeah. And so you have a network of people, which is mm -hmm. really important to mm -hmm. your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, you're always getting for, for get togethers and yeah, weekends yeah. away. But yeah. you got some really strong artists yeah. in there uh, yeah so yeah it's funny because the women kind of took off before the men and all the men was looking around just like all right y'all we gotta we gotta get our shit together like <laughs> the women and they the went because the women were they still like they're doing very well but like, right. it's all kind of like we, it happened around the same time which is like a beautiful thing and it's like they they teaching me so much of like the the beautiful part about your friends making it before you they can teach you a lot of things to skip over Right. So I kind of like a lot of mistakes that they made, I don't have right. to make because they're telling me about it. So it's like... It, <laughs> I, but for people, yeah. for young people to understand mm -hmm. that yeah. and not having to make the mistake because yeah. Yeah. because they want to do something, yeah, you know, exactly. for an ego thing. No, yep, yep, no, nah, nah, yeah. that didn't work for you, but it's going to work it's for gonna, me. Exactly, exactly. So, so it's like, yeah. yeah, so I'm... Um, yeah. So you were working with Karen, I think you guys were helping each other on auditions and stuff when she was in that ABC showcase, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so she was on the show, forget the name, with Nipsey Hussle's fiance. Games or People Play. Games People uh -huh, Play. Uh -huh. And now she's got a new show. And you told me yeah. back then, you said, Brian, you don't you didn't even understand. She's better than anybody. She's one of the like, because we were dating at the time. Right. We're still like close friends. Like I, I tell it to this day, Karen is one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. Right. I got to witness it in auditions and stuff. Right. She had to sign with a new agency or whatever, and she got an audition. We were like, she she just say like, uh, I finally got some free time. Let's go do something. Up, oh, audition just came in. With all right, as soon as she go print up them papers, another audition come in get it five auditions in like one day me i'm one of those people i obsess so i'm like if i got an audition i gotta focus all the way on this one audition i don't know if i got five at a time my brain would just like <laughs> go crazy but i would see how she literally go in the room come out as one person go back in the room come out as another person go in the room like you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like from drama to comedy and it was just mm -hmm. effortless almost right it was effortless yeah she's one of the best actors i know to be right yeah karen obelon right? obelon yeah, yeah. Okay. Her sister is like right up there with her. I was her, just gonna ask you yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. 
her sister Jessica Oblum, like she's just as good. I always tell Jessica because Jessica is like the one who hasn't, like one of the only ones in the group who hasn't had like the the big big breakout yet. So, right. but we constantly remind her that it's like when they were telling the story about DMX and the Rough Riders, DMX was like the last one in the Rough Riders to get big, or right? But he's the biggest, and I always remind Jessica like that's you. Right. Like you're the last one to make it because yours is gonna be so much more special or whatever. And I believe that about her. Like she just I we get so used to like coming out here and wanting to like do T V shows because that's the new thing now to like, you know, book a TV job, get this consistent money in. But I think Jessica is like a uh I just think she's just a movie star, to be honest. And I think it's taking longer because it's gonna be a specific job for her. And um which is another lesson I've learned out here. That when you don't, when you don't get the job, it's for a reason. Like, Yo, yeah, it's for a reason, yeah. and you don't know it until later. And like when it, when she once you finally get the job, that's for you. You like that's why none of those other jobs worked out. Twenty five so, yeah. years ago, I was up for this shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Is what it turned out to be. <laughs> that filmed in Arizona it didn't yeah, pay. Yeah, for me, it's going to be a big deal. Uh huh. Now I used to be a nutcase. Uh-huh. I, you don't know me as a nutcase, but. <laughs> I ran into the producer and director. I didn't get the gig. I ran uh-huh. into him at Jerry's Famous Deli. I started cussing him out right in the restaurant. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so I used to do that stuff. I wonder why I didn't get famous faster. <laughs> so they went and did this movie. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking shit. I'm not saying I'm not saying who it was. I'm not saying it was horrible. Yeah. While they were off doing that movie, I got the Lost World Jurassic Park. Mm. I spent the day with Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, Got me the audition. Yeah. I got the gig. Jeff was eating with Spielberg. I sat next to Spielberg during lunch, and I talked to him for an hour. I didn't let him put food in him. What about this? <laughs> what about that? Nicest man yeah. in the world yeah. answered every question. Mm. I can't tell you. I was cussing people out because I didn't get that job. Damn. There's a hundred things like that. Yeah, it is. But it is. you never know why. That's a fact. One of the coolest stories I've ever heard, and it literally give me chills every time I talk about it, a friend, uh, Khalila Joy, she uh she ended up booking this really big episode of Grey's Anatomy. I don't know, it was like a huge episode where like all the something happened to her in her relationship, so she they didn't want any men doctors there. So it was like all women in the hallway. All the women came out to support her. It was a huge Grey's Anatomy episode. But she booked it and then Debbie Allen was in the interview and Debbie Allen said, uh, we just kept getting this one this girl, she coming to the auditions and she a killer role, but he's like, no, that's not it. She a killer role, no, that's not it. And come to find out, I think this is such a great lesson for everybody out here. It's just like Debbie Allen said, it wasn't that she wasn't good enough. She was too good for those roles. Mm. So we wanted to wait. We got the perfect role for her. So it's like a lot of people get turned down so much out here. Yeah. They think they're not good enough. Sometimes you're too good. And it's like, I know you don't want to hear that because you still need money. But right. it's like, but for to hear Debbie Allen say that about her was like one of the, the dopest things I've heard. When I auditioned for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I auditioned six times. Uh-huh. And they're like, we're going to get you on this. I don't think I got turned down because I was too good. Yeah. But there was <laughs> one, one episode I really wanted and um, I didn't get it. And I would have worked with two of the actors. So the episode mm-hmm. I got, I worked with everybody. Yeah. Work with Danny DeVito, yeah. work with the guys, work with Caitlin Olson. I work with everybody. Uh-huh. And it was just a great episode to hang out with yeah. the guys and be on. And I got to talk to Charlie about the episode I, I missed. Mm-hmm. And I had to read that episode with someone 25 times, the one I didn't get, yeah. to stop laughing. 
And these guys go into the police station, and the cops like they go, "Why are you here? Oh, we want to get this guy. You know, he he raped us." And the cops like, "He raped you? Yeah, both of you." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, yeah, my friend. Uh, yeah, you know, I I was able to wiggle away before penetration." Anyway, so it was like this, and and I, it was it was crazy funny. I talked to Charlie about it, and he goes, "Hey, you look at that." That's not a good Charlie Day. He said, he said, you look at me, I can't stop laughing. He mm. said, I felt bad for the, I can't stop. And he said, we finally had to just shoot it with me laughing. So you watch the episode yeah. and you see me go forward like this. And then you see my shoulders. Because <laughs> he couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. And it was so much fun to talk to these guys. And, and they came up to me and they said, hey, thanks for coming out with us today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I got to meet everybody. I wanted all the other episodes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So <laughs> how did you meet KJ Smith? At the workout park, we all work out at. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my friend, Shaquem, he also goes by uh, Jake Bodyweight. He, he teaches his class um, at Van Nuys Park. It's like an amazing trainer. We call him our sensei. Yeah. Because he just. Like, I see the uh, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Jake is just like yeah. That's an amazing dude, man. He's that's he he my brother at this point. VC and Karen kept trying to get me to come work out at the park, and I'm like I just want to people I don't really like big groups, especially people I don't know. So I'm like nah, I'm alright. I just keep going to the gym. They kept asking, kept asking. One time I was at LA Fitness and I was like just sitting there bored as hell in the gym. I clicked on. I'm let me just go to the park, and I went to the park and um. Everybody was there. Like, we just kind of, um, it, it went from, like, working out together to KJ just, like, it was just one moment. We barely even knew each other, but she didn't want to go home for Thanksgiving for personal reasons. Um, and everybody that was up there, she said, you want to go to Big Bear for Thanksgiving? You want to go to Big Bear? You want to go to Big Bear? And we all went to Big Bear for this Friendsgiving trip, and then we've been having those every year for, like, the past, like, five years. Yeah. And we all kind of got close like that. So, yeah, so now she's, like, one of my closest friends. And out of your group there, your tribe, is that going to be the core of your production company, do you think? They're going to be in it. Yeah, right. some of them are going to be like like Javicia, well, directing. Karen, like Karen has a big part to do with this next uh, play slash scene that we're doing, Shits and Giggles, because at first I originally wrote the scenes, but she went in there and just made them so much more funny. Like she just like added her thing to it. So um, with that, like uh, Alicia... Alicia is like my jack of all trades because I call her for everything. Right. Uh, can you help me out with this? Can you help me out with that? Can you like read this for me and see if you can make some cuts somewhere? Can you produce this for me? So like, yeah, pretty pretty much. My friend Tenary Hill, who's like, she's already an icon to me. And to be honest, uh, she's an independent singer. Um, and her music, what she's doing independently by herself is like, it's ridiculous. She has more hustle than I've ever seen in anybody. Her music is just timeless, in my in my opinion. So even in a short film, thank God I can even I get the privilege to use her music in my stuff. So right. different stuff like that. Because Jake, he does music as well. I get to use his music. So to answer that, yeah, clearly. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you know, I was thinking I might have termed it wrong, but I was thinking like the group theater. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's where what they, it is. Like, they had the yeah. actors and the directors, yeah. and yeah, Kazan was like the scene guy. He was yeah, building scenes. Exactly. You know, ended so up to be one of the greatest directors in Hollywood history. Man, it, he was building <laughs> scenes, right? It's so it's back to how important the tribe is. I remember moments of like. Just going down the line with them, Karen, one of those arrogant things I did, I just said, it was two years ago, I just quit my job. I said, I ain't working for nobody else unless it's writing and acting. So I started putting up plays to pay my rent. I didn't have the money to put deposit on it, and Karen would pay for the deposit, and I would just give her the money back. 
And then even when I was shooting Black Excellence, I was raising money for this film and I didn't have no money for my rent. I'm like, I can't ask nobody for rent money when I'm already asking for film money. And literally without hesitating, KJ deposited my rent and my thing. She said, you don't need to worry about nothing else but this movie. I'm like, <laughs> almost choked up my damn self. Cry, like, man. like on, man. man, like it's it's oh. Javicia, like uh, Teneriel, like she. I think I needed to make like a trip. It was something that Teneriel just like sent me money for, like just different stuff like that that I just wouldn't. Have, that's what I mean when I say I wouldn't have been able to keep going. Like it, the 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 moment when I needed the most, Javicia just tell me. She compared me to her ginger plant. Like she always can talk. Every time I see her, it's something like I just learn something or like get something from her uh, without her even trying. Um, she's really into plants, and she was like, um, she was like, I was just with my ginger plant today, and like you really remind me of a ginger plant. I'm like, okay, like what the hell does that mean? <laughs> and she was like, I was about to throw my ginger plant in the garbage because it was not growing. No matter how much I was watering, it was not growing. And then she said, right before I threw it away, I kind of like did this with the with the dirt with the soil and i realized it was growing under the soil and she was like once holly once this place out here realized that you are growing under the soil and that that that, that, that dust started moving like you're just going to take off yeah. even saying stuff like that in the times where i need to hear it the most is like yeah. it's so important and i'm like so grateful for it well that's a testament of you being a good man because oh, you're surrounded you, by man. good people. Thank you, thank yeah. you. You know, yeah. but some people think that's hard. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because as an example, you attract people who are of the same example. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when I'm teaching at the school, I'm always saying, it's hard enough out there. I want only want people that are going to have each other's back, going to yeah. help with auditions, going to yeah. help when we're all going to rehearse. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it gets going. Mm -hmm. Friends telling friends, hey, they got this audition. You Absolutely. know, they might be against yeah. you, but it's mm -hmm. like, well, you're going to get it if you're supposed to. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You don't know why. Exactly. Yep. Between like Playhouse and like finding, now finding success, mm -hmm. what type of like daily discipline or like what's your regimen as far mm. are you on like a set writing between these hours or are you uh, are you yeah, uh the writing is kind of all over the place but i will say one thing uh when i was like extremely broke i just like i like to do the things that i can control so i kept hearing all these billionaires say they wake up at five in the morning so i said well shit i don't need money to wake up at five in the morning i can wake up at five yeah. <laughs> i can wake so i started waking up at five in the morning i always like work out that helps and um and then I don't like looking at a blank screen. So it's mm -hmm. like I have half the movie or short film already like kind of written down before I sit down. So I just start carrying around like these cue cards or whatever. And every time I think of an idea, I write it down. That's kind of why I don't like working on two things at once. Because when I'm working on something, like everything that like I do becomes a part of that. Like I just, like you say, you just attract stuff. So I start attracting situations and I'm like, damn, that sounds like the same thing I was just talking about with this or whatever. And then by the time I sit down, I just put the cue cards in order of like, all right, this dialogue, this is scene, this is mm -hmm. a character or whatever. And then I can just go from there. And I can just pick which scene I feel like writing today instead of like sitting down and trying to figure out, like, I don't know where to start or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of, that, that helps out you. a lot. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do you know how long it takes to cook certain food? Do I cook certain food? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what you're cooking, I guess. That's, that's, that's an inside joke. <laughs> I actually was just putting it inside the air fryer. I wasn't even cooking it. <laughs> I was not expecting you to pull up right at 11. I'm different oh, this from... Morning. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I may be different 
some yeah. other old white dude you know. No, no, I love it because I'm like, uh, that's why I have all them books in my car. I get so much reading done waiting on people out here. I mm-hmm. always show up on time and nobody's ever on time, so I never assume people are going to be on time. And he showed up right at 11. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Well, cool, man. Anything you want to promote? Your upcoming plays or your socials? Yeah, what's my social media name? <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram name is King Daryl Wesley. Facebook is just Daryl Wesley. Uh, I'm putting up a play. King Daryl Wesley. Facebook is Daryl Wesley. Yeah, okay, I'm putting up a play. It's called Shits and Giggles. It's more of a comedy scene. Like whatever the last weekend of September is, and whatever the first weekend of October. So I'm putting up a play then. And my episode of The Upshaws just came out last wednesday um i did episode 207 so i'm extremely grateful hey. for that that's my first time being able to write on the sitcom congrats uh thank you thank you that was such a, a great group to work with um and uh i did the game is on paramount plus i did episode five that was also a great experience that was my first time seeing my name on tv which is crazy because i lit i literally say this inside the interviews that uh one of my last interview to get the upshot job i told her because regina and wanda asked me like how did i get here and i made the joke like i still don't know because i failed english three times in college so <laughs> so the fact that i'm writing on tv is crazy so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much it i think okay well yeah. cool man again yeah. Thanks for coming out, man. Uh, thank you. It's good, having me, man. good knowing sure, you, yeah. man. Thank you. You come thank a you. long way. Yeah, thank you. And we it's a good have, way. Man, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome.